Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Welcome to a God Talk Friday. Since God's going to be on the program today, we're going to take an extra six seconds of silence. Brought to you by Smarticle. I meant to say not an extra six seconds. We're just going to take six seconds. Thank you, Brandon. Happy God Talk Friday to you. Oh, so w- extra one second. An extra one second. A, an extra second of peaceful God. Because we came on in our pre-production meeting. You came on. You came in a little hot. You're a little stressed out. The holidays are in front of you. So this would be good for you to kind of recenter yeah, yourself. Absolutely. And kind of get, get your brain in the right place. Well, I would like to, I'll also say in our pre-production meeting, sometimes I like to bring donuts and coffee and <laughs> shoot the bologna for a long time. And I have things to do. Yes. In this holiday season. Hey, 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 Larry, let's just try to slow down a little bit. Let's do try it. to, let's try to lower the temperature a little bit in these God Talk Fridays. It's important that we just be here. Let's just be present in the moment. Let's not be thinking about other stuff. Let's be here. All right, let's get going. And I will say today's series is from the Center for Action and Contemplation is the incarnation. Mm. And the, the meditation is called Saying Yes to Body and Spirit. And it's Richard Rohr, our, our favorite priest, talking about Mary. Our pastor the other day, it is depending on when this airs, was talking about Mary because, of course, the birth of Jesus, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And he starts in with, the, you know, the whole Mary sermon. And I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus have I not heard this sermon a thousand times and I just started daydreaming. So I'm hoping today. Well, wait, wait, oh, unpack that a little bit. What do you mean? Like, what was the basic idea of that sermon that you'd heard a thousand like times? Mary was listened to God and was joyful about what God had to say about mm. her having Jesus. And I was like, oh, geez. yeah. And it, oh. it is tough when you've been in churches for a long time because you definitely start to run through the, uh, the pastoral, uh, you know, sort of cycle. And you're like, okay, heard the stewardship. Okay, heard. It is sad. It, it, uh, is that on the pastor or the priest, or is that on us as parishioners? He was very earnest, and he's really into it. I guess you, I don't know. Maybe maybe fifty fifty. Maybe it's more on me, Brandon. I'll take the fall. Well, uh, no. In all seriousness, on this God Talk Friday, I think that there is something to be said about maybe at a certain point in our life when we've heard eight million sermons, <laughs> maybe we need to step away and just stop hearing sermons. Yeah. I know you used to go out and take a walk with your kid during the sermon just to kind of walk through the neighborhood during that time and then come back. For me, it's just come down to the Eucharist. But I did like this reading a lot. I always enjoy Father Roar. I just, I had a lot of thoughts around this. And it I had a lot of thoughts around this on being an Enneagram 8. We see the Spirit descending about Jesus after his baptism in the Jordan. We see the Spirit again filling the apostles with the power on the day of Pentecost. But the very first person who incarnates this new faith was Mary of Nazareth, who said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let what you have said be done. It was Mary who responded with an unconditional yes to the angel's announcement that she was to give birth to the Messiah. One last little tiny bit. Mary is the model of faith to which God calls us all. A total and undeserved yes to God's request to be present in and to be the world through us. God desires to love unconditionally in and through us, those who live with such a faith can truly be called God's instruments. God wants light to shine through us. And so our first response to this call is simply to heed it and remain open to divine grace. The question for us, how 
do we also give birth as Mary did, Brandon? How are you giving birth? <laughs> well, I give birth to this show. You know, the basic premise of this Uh-oh. missive was submission. Okay. Oh, how do we submit wholly to God? I mean, how do we submit when God's come to us and says, hey, guess what? You're going to be. And, and one thing I thought was really important in here that Roar says, like, it wasn't like the scripture, the gospel say, oh, Mary was without, you know, sin. She was like, that's a much later construct of oh, the Catholic yeah. church. But yeah. right in the gospel readings, it's just Mary was just said, okay, I'll do it. Not that she was perfect. Not that she would, but she, she said, I will do this because you've asked me to do it. In a sense, she says, I will submit to you. Now, that's what I was, I, I, when I was reading this, I was like, man, it's, if you're a, I don't know, a seven on the Enneagram yeah. or a, a two, like those guys. right? You're a seven on it. And there's the people on the Enneagram of the night Enneagrams, and I won't go into it too much, but okay. there's a lot of people that Thank listen you. to this may not know the Enneagram, but okay. two is the helper. And they're like, Ooh. basically, I'm, I'm caring. I love people. And then there is the peacemaker, which is a nine. So for a peacemaker and, and for a helper, submitting to something is not hard because they're all about, let's just keep it even. Let's keep it calm. Let's keep people. But I'm an eight. Uh-oh. That is the often Look called out. the challenger, right? Yeah. It is not easy for eights to submit to the authority of others. And so, and, and I think even the authority of God. And so the question would be, how does an eight or somebody like that submit to something when they have no control over it? Do you, do you see the problem with that? Well, we are talking about God, right? It's not like I'm asking you to do something. I, I understand that. But that point is the, the thing that's always held up about Mary is that Mary said, other people will be like, what? I want, I have questions. Why do you want me to do this? No, she said, I submit to you, God. Now. We would all think, hey, if an angel of God comes to us yeah. and in speaks theory, to us, we'll be like, oh, yep. sure, I'll do that. Yeah. But I don't know if that's quite as simple and oh. easy. And I think that's what Roar is pushing into is that oh. what type of person are you going to be? Are you going to just wholly submit your life okay, sort of without question? Or hmm. are you going to be sitting there going, no, I, I need some proof? So what I feel like I hear you saying is that when God talks to you, you usually go, are you sure this is God? You're usually like... Yeah, no. yeah, I'm a skeptic. Okay. Okay, I am good. a skeptic, and I good. think that that is you, you can make fun of that all you want, no, but the truth is, I think there are lots of people out there that are skeptics. In fact, I think the people that are like, I mean, look at Saint Paul. He was one of the great skeptics. He was the yes. he was he was the persecutor of the early church, and yet he said, in the end, he becomes the greatest missionary of the church. So I don't think that being a skeptic is a bad thing. I think it can lead to great things. The problem is, how do you go from being a skeptic to being a believer? And I'm not saying Mary was a skeptic. Well, you're a skeptic and a believer, so how do you do it? That's what I mean, is that, that's oh. the, the I look at Mary and I'm like, wow, that's amazing that a 13-year-old girl could hear this, yeah. you know, and this idea of the angel of God, or was it God, you know, itself, themselves, himself coming to her? That that's literally some some people have interpreted that 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 was rewritten to say it wasn't angel, it was actually God. And I I would hope that okay. in that moment, I would hope that in the moment that God, the voice of God, the Creator of everything, comes to me and says, "I need you to submit to this, Brandon," that I could do it. But I'm not sure I could. I got a feeling if God, if we're just going to take this all believing mm-hmm. real serious, if God spoke to me to to you or me to anybody. You would listen. 
think that God would have your full attention. I think it would be hard. Once again, I'm not saying I believe in it or whatever, but I'm just saying if there is a God and God spoke to you. Wait, breaking news. Are you saying you don't believe in God, Larry? I'm just saying I don't know. I don't know about the story. I don't know if God talks to people, but if God did talk and you believe that, well, you would course, do what he but said. I think that the wonder would be or they said. the skepticism of, is this really happening? Am I imagining this? Am I going crazy? No. You know, all, all that stuff. You don't nope. think so? I think if you heard from the God, if there is one, you would know. Yeah, but that you're not listening to what I'm saying. What if you don't believe it's God? Then I don't think it's God. So you're saying that God's just going to say, it. It, impress upon you no matter what, that it's God talking to you? I just feel like, I, I, I know, there's probably all sorts of, there's a guy, there's a funny guy out around the corner who lives on the corner, and he thinks Scott's <laughs> talking him all the time, too, and he believes it with all his heart. So I don't really... You know what's really funny is I was uh, I was sitting having some coffee with some friends yesterday, early morning, and this dude comes in, and he is clearly bipolar or something. He's in a manic phase, and Yikes. he comes in, and he starts Yikes. street preaching to us, like we're outside of this thing, and, he's, yeah. and he goes, you, need it, you don't know, I could be an angel talking to you right now and i was like oh i know that sounds really weird but i was like whoa what if this really was an angel am i willing to listen to this rambling person because it could be an angel of god you are i did i just shut my mouth and listened for like 10 minutes of him preaching okay it was good to say god talked to you i'd like to think that god talked to me yesterday well i like your angle about this if you would be, if God really did talk to you, you'd be skeptical. But I think after mm. reflection on this, I think in our world that we live in, Mary's deal was that she was able to listen because she was not busy. I think in this crazy world we live in, you might be able to hear God all the time, but are you living a life enough that you're able to slow down and be like, wait a minute, God's talking to me. That's what I think the moral to this story is for me. Are you able to actually hear God if he were to talk to you? Yeah. Oh, or yeah, I mean, like, if God is speaking in a still, quiet voice, are we actually listening enough to hear that small? Yes. Like, we kind of think of God's yes. going to open up a, the heavens and, sp- and speak in a booming voice, but what if God's not? Yes. What if God's speaking to us from a street no. preacher? Yes, and guess what? The answer is you are, because you sat there and listened to the bipolar guy preach at you at the coffee shop. So, Brandon, you you are really on today. today. You are on today. I'm going to say well, one you, last point while you you, ponti- you you literally just ramble and you're angry. I feel like you need some prayers today. But listen, he says, the one thing that I want to end with is that he says, there's no mention of any moral worthiness, achievement, or preparedness in Mary, only humble trust and surrender. And, and I think that that is like, it's easy to say, oh, well, hearing the voice of God. I'm like, but you you said it yourself. She had to be prepared. You have to be prepared to hear the voice of God in order to actually accept it. You don't believe that, but I do. Sorry. I don't believe you have to be prepared. I just have to say you have to be, you have to be moving at a pace that is not familiar with this world we live in. Mm. Buying presents and going to parties and do, you have to be only like, hey, wait a minute. God's talking. I'm going to listen. Do you feel like today in this very moment that if God spoke to you, you'd hear? Because I feel a lot of angst and energy from you. Do you think you'd hear? I'm like 50-50. I think a coin flip. Yeah, thank you for your honesty. And I mean that. Because it's. I think that there's some days that we're more you know, ready to hear or able to hear or prepared to hear than others. And that's okay. And the first thing out of my mouth, or the first thought out of my mouth, the first thought in my head every day in my meditation naked oh. in my living room is always... 
God, help me to believe. Help me to believe. So I'm hoping if that prayer is working, yeah. that if God talked to yeah. me, help I would me believe. In my disbelief. Lord, I believe. Help me in my disbelief. Do you, are you really sitting there naked? Because that draws a really... Yes. Seriously? What? Yes. Yeah. I do the... I get out of bed and I do... My first prayer of the morning is dark, four o'clock. your kids nobody's walked up, out and there you are nude, sitting there with your... 4.30 in the morning. I don't know anybody's ever been up at 4.30 in the morning. Why are you nude? Why don't you have boxer shorts on? Because I just... It's like my thing. It's like my prayer. It's like my spiritual discipline. It's like nude prayer to God. He's the only... Wow. God's, this God is sees. breaking news on the Smarticle podcast. Larry... Yeah. Larry's a new prayer. I, I don't even know where to go with go. that. I've known you for years. I'm like, <laughs> well, I just started within the last six months. I, I'm slightly horrified by that, but you know, I, I hope your kids don't thing. walk out on new you. Thing. Anyway, Larry, I'd like you in, even in the midst of this busy season, and this will air the Friday before Christmas. I would, I would like you to know that I believe you're prepared. And if God spoke to you, that you would listen. So I'd like to thank you for that. Giving us that image of you praying for help in your disbelief. 